Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, the word is out. They're going to talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Pieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we already warned you. Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 672, The Matrix 4, Quest for Peace. <laughs> Man, there is no more apropos title <laughs> than that, because jeepers creepers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Before we uh, dig in and... You will be digging. Oh, will there be digging? Uh, <laughs> shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get a podcast, you can find us. You can also now review podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, I just so saw that. If you're a Spotify listener, if you want to give us a review, that would be helpful. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Uh, the page is called Real Spoilers. And the group is called the League of Show Sharers. God, we're, we're good. You're sh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we really get the marketing end of things. But uh, if you would want to share an episode, well, we would like you a little extra, and we'll read your name if Facebook displays it to me properly. So uh, people who were kind enough to share an episode this week, Chris Falls, Travis Tewitt, Edward Fairfax, Julianne Jordan, Ralph Tribble, David Rojas, Gabriel Lugo, Tammy Sherman Powers, Laura Conley Quiddick, Brent Smith, Heather Sachs, Ken Holtzhauser, Minorities Report, Colby Mack, Linda Wright, Jeff Wildman, Invasion of the Remake, Chris Williams, Geek to Me Radio, Mike Mike and Oscar, In Session Film, Binge Movies, Ronnie Castle, Vertigay 314, Matt Neglia, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, and Feelin' Film. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. And We did get a rating. 
So what's that? We did get a, not a review, but a rating. I'll no, take it. We'll take it. Yeah. We're not proud. And also, don't forget, we have a Patreon where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you a little extra. And you can find that at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So there's all that. Matrix. Good luck synopsizing <laughs> this movie. I was because, thinking that. Because so, as best I could tell, it was complete gibberish. It, the, I am... Okay. I think the first Matrix is a fantastic movie. So I think the first Matrix... Really? Didn't like it. Okay. I like... I, I I mean I I I'm so old. I was at a screening. Okay, right for on the Matrix. That's how old I am. Right. I'm so old. I was at a screening for Eddie and the Cruisers. Are you That's serious? How old I am. What? Yeah, I won tickets off the radio. Oh, okay. So but you weren't I was, reviewing movies. No, acting. but I, okay, I was okay. at a screening for Eddie wow. and the Cruisers. What was I was. I think actually the first screen I ever went to. I think I'd have to look on dates, but I think it's actually Stroker Ace. Oh, really? Yes, the Burt Reynolds classic. What was the first movie you reviewed? Uh, well, I remember the first movie that we uh, gave away tickets to for screenings was Star Trek: The Reboot. Okay, okay. So it was around that time period, but we had been reviewing for over a year before we kind of got in with the studios sure, to give sure. away tickets and stuff. So I think Review STL started in 2008, and then 2009 was the Star Trek reboot. So like yeah. about a year it took us to kind of get in on the press list, and then we started giving away tickets and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because I think I kind of dabbled with movie reviews throughout the years and never really officially started sure. something. But yeah, so it was around the Star Trek time. I think the like, first sneak preview I ever saw was Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Yeah, like one tickets from KC95. Yeah. Yeah. I won my tickets from KHTR. <laughs> yeah, oh. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It was uh, it's what 1033 was before oh, it was KLOU. Clue. Yeah. Okay. Did uh, Seal come out and sing Kiss by a Rose no, before but I, the screening I definitely, started? I definitely remember like when he when Val Kilmer mentions Metropolis. Yeah. And I was like, holy right? shit. Yeah. They're going to cross over. It's in the, it is exists in this world. That's like, I feel like one of the first Easter egg yeah, drops it has that I remember in a comic yeah. book movie. That, the circus must be halfway to Metropolis by now. Oh, Wait, man. What? What? What did they say? <laughs> uh, I like the first Matrix. I, I think it's great. I, mean, so I know I, I'm the odd man out. Like yeah. most people love the first Matrix. Well, I, we were like, I think at our age, yeah. and it was yeah. a huge thing. And so most people our age are like, love I was like, that. It was, it looked cool i never thought it was profound the way some people read and i was just like this is freshman dorm stoner <laughs> conversation there is some what interesting everything we think is real is is fake and they're like i'm like oh my god like i was just rolling my eyes at this yeah. concept the whole time mm. i'm like what if there's like a universe in the back of my hand man <laughs> i'm just like this is so <laughs> stupid but you know i mean for, <laughs> for the time period there's some really interesting conversation that happens in there and i think there's some really interesting concepts in this one it's yeah. not the concepts that oh, I, I, think, I think the idea of this one yeah. is interesting conceptually Conception, the concept is interesting and, and uh, a commentary on movie studios reboots remakes <sighs> yeah I, I mean that concept i think is really clever and i think they think they're really clever yes and the problem is they do not pull off the execution no and so it ends up being bad and then people you know are like digging into what they're saying or what they're trying to say and it's like yeah these could be really good points could have but it, you yeah. know it, it ends up feeling like a rushed sloppy just well it also kind of felt like like i'm doing this reboot remake sequel thing but also those all a requel yeah and and also those suck and it's corporate and but i'm still doing but it. you're doing but it but you're doing it but but, but, but but because i'm saying that it's corporate while i'm doing it and taking the money then that makes it okay that's, that's what like, i'm saying I'm just that's like, the weird that's the weird line they're walking because it's like okay 
if they're just giving a huge middle finger to WB and and making fun of them behind their like they like the studio heads can't figure it out and right. it's like haha we're making fun of them and they're green lighting this <laughs> that's one thing i'm like okay that's kind of clever they're doing that but then it's like well wait a minute why don't you prove them wrong and do something different that's awesome <laughs> right. and yeah. actually make an awesome movie instead of just making but fun the of the thing them. is though that if they had done that then they would have proven warner brothers right but Warner Brothers wants you to do the same thing. I'm saying do something. Warner different. Brothers just wants you to do something that's going to make a bunch of money. They don't care how you do it. If you if you do something, if you but do they the same, might not green light. You, but they're not going to let you take risks that will allow you to do it. They want you to give the same crap. That's the commentary. Is yeah, the reboot being I, the I, same? I get that's the commentary. I just don't necessarily agree with it in so much as if they're getting one or more of the Wachowskis back or however you say it, and and to make a Matrix movie, it's like, the What's that? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that the they can they, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, that's kind of where like, I'm that's at. The right? Deal, like, right? Like, but, but, but they it, don't say in the movie. They don't say that. And see, this is why this is interesting because this movie, whether you like it or not, is driving a lot of conversation. So they've kind of got you to talk and think about it. In the movie, they say we're gonna make it with or without you. She Lana directly put in her conversation with the studio in this movie. So is what her, she's saying. But her other yeah. sister is out, right? Like that's the they they, didn't want, they, they made it together. They right? didn't want to go back to the Matrix. Yeah. Th- so they made the Matrix. One, two, and three. Right. And then ever since then, they've been swinging for the fence. chasing that dragon. Their movies are, you know, high concept, you know, unfilmable movies that get made. You know what I mean? So, like, whether or not you like Jupiter Ascending, it's bonkers. They I got to tell you, it, you know? as I'm watching this, that's all I could think about. Yeah. Was, I'm like, this is just Jupiter Ascending <laughs> again. Like, God. But, but, you know, Cloud Atlas, the unfilmable movie, which I love Cloud Atlas, they made that. So, like, they were doing all this stuff that was, like, high concept, crazy, people didn't think could be done. And meanwhile, and what they're saying with this movie is WB's like, Matrix 4, Matrix 4, Matri- when are you going to do Matrix 4? And they want to move on. And so it's the conversation in this movie is are directly. They t- are they tied to WB? I don't think. No I, no, I don't think so necessarily. They probably got a but, first look to you. Right, okay. but okay. you know, this, they want them to do it because that's where the money is. So they're saying that they came back and they said, okay, well, it's time. Reboots are everywhere. And the nostalgia, nostalgia yeah. which they mentioned multiple times. I mean, it's very relevant. It's a commentary on today's you know media. And uh, nostalgia is at an all-time high. It's time for Matrix because everyone's rebooting things from 20 years ago. Do you want to be involved or do you want to do whatever we want with your baby because we're making it? And so, you know, she ends up saying what she's saying in this movie is it's like they're going to make it with or without me. But then she used the entire movie to just make fun of that concept instead of actually making a badass original fourth movie. So I I just wish she would have just proved them wrong and said, okay, we can do sequels without just rehashing the first movie. Well, and it also seems like they were like, here's a bunch of new characters that you can use for 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 your Matrix TV show or whatever you're going to do after this. I know we can't afford to get Hugo Weaving and Lawrence Fishburne back. Uh, we'll just get Kristoff and the Candyman to come in and do those roles because <laughs> yeah. we can't. You know, Which they're they're great actors. They are. I when think they have fine. material. That's good. This is garbage. I mean, Yaya is such an amazing actor. I think he's amazing. But it, you know, these it's terrible. But him just coming in and doing like Morpheus, not impersonations, but like you know, saying movie lines, which literally are movie lines because <laughs> they exist in this world as video games. Okay, so I think, like I hated all of I gotta of tell that. you though, like I kind of like the concept <laughs> of of the Neo losing 
and the the machines forcing him back into the matrix and having to relive all of this stuff that he had done before but he like, didn't lose right like that's, that's he the, dies he dies in, in three but they win right because of it but then the machines just took back over and then they're like well we don't have enough power to power this new simulation let's rebuild morpheus and trinity let's rebuild neo and trinity and they'll power it so we'll keep them in isolation and their power together and then what the um not the architect the analyst which is neil patrick harrison can we stop i yeah when he gives when he goes into his soliloquy oh my god i was like it's it's two of them this is part this is part two all over again. i know but so he basically is saying what happened was we found out that the two of them together is what were the most powerful if you put them together it's too much power they basically explode so we need to keep them close to one another and not put them together so they they rebuilt neo and trinity and kept them back in like the original matrix back in their simulation right right? right. so they built a new matrix why do they age (laughs) <laughs> that's a good well i think well, they so didn't here's the, i mean they look pretty good i mean yeah I mean, they look good but they've aged they have aged but it's been 60 years so but mm-hmm. what do you you think they would age inside their pod but if they're just code no they're not code in the real world what if, what is, is the there real a real world? world i don't even know but, but yeah i don't right. even care <laughs> the pod world like, is, <laughs> oh there's there's the matrix but that's not the real world there's the other real world oh no that's not the real world that's a video game oh here's the real world <laughs> where we're building the video game but that's not a real world that's a book like i like like at some point like it's like a snake eating its own tail and then throwing up that tail and then eating its own tail <laughs> well, and, and then like, it grows just, its own tail and yeah, then eats that just tail like, again i'm like at some point where you're like oh this this real thing is fake but this other fake thing is real but that thing is also fake because this other thing is i'm like i don't care anymore <laughs> like it's just whatever you tell like i get it whatever i believe in you're gonna tell me it's fake at some right. point well, right. like i don't care f you f your movie this, none of this is interesting this is it is like, such like visually you know what it reminds me of it that? reminds me of when my son was like seven and you would try to play Yu-Gi-Oh with him right <laughs> and whatever card you played because he, he didn't know how to play the game right and it's like whatever card you played he would play some other card and be like well this card's more powerful than your card I win and then finally, I was just like I'm not playing Yu-Gi-Oh with you anymore <laughs> this, is like, this isn't fun like sorry like that's I, and that's what this movie does I and would agree this whole with franchise does. I think visually right like visually Usually the first movie set a set a bar that stunning absolutely right and, and the special they, effects and the choreography they, everything when they made bullet time every movie everything else after copied that. bullet time yep. yeah. it was revolutionary in the visuals and some of these concepts you know special effects the I wire mean, work the, yeah when i say yeah. special effects i don't mean cg i mean real nope. real special effects um and so and I and I think it was a great action movie. You know, the soundtrack, everything. It was a badass movie. Loved that movie. It is the most like if you were to des- describe if you were if you're going to try and describe what the '90s, the late '90s, early 2000s were like, you would show someone the Matrix. Yeah, like it's the music. It's what it's the t- it's the look of that film. It's uh, Keanu Reeves yeah. who like was never hotter. I, that's not true. Well. No, I guess he, that, that's that's the again. That's, that's the I peak. Mean, that's the peak of. I guess that's true. I mean, that's, that's him, the, coming, that's him back. coming back. That's his renaissance. You know, I and mean, then, Keanu Reeves was around forever, and then it was like, whoa, the Matrix, and that brought yeah. you a. Could new, you imagine? Like that was his yeah, reboot at the time. Like he was not an no. A-list actor. No, I guess that's true. It, and it was kind of like him being in the movie was almost 
a signal that it was going to be a B movie, right? Yeah. And then you went to it, and it was most assuredly not. No. And and then and then people loved it, and and that definitely like Keanu. yeah. It's a, I, this is to me this is the one where he got the fu money. Right, like he gets the fu money from the one, two, and three, and well, then maybe post two matrix and three. Three. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think he got You're much. Right. Right. I'm sorry, he got a nice paycheck. Yeah, two and three, they were like, got, oh, we have something amazing. And he here. got paid. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he's uh, been able to do whatever he wanted after that. Yeah, and famously nice guy. He gave people motorcycles and houses and cut them with tens of thousands of dollars of checks. Yeah, because wasn't, wasn't the didn't, wasn't that like the special effects studio went out of business? Is that am I making that up? Uh, I think there was something like that, but he basically took care of, and he's notoriously generous. Yeah. Everyone that works with him says he's the nicest guy, and he goes above and beyond giving people money and yeah. and gifts and things for their hard work and everything. Like He does that where the studio should be paying them, sure. and he's like, I've got more money than I know what to do with. He's a guy that like, you know, he maybe likes to buy his motorcycles and cars or whatever, but he's got so much money left over. Where he's, he's you know, sadly on a bench. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, he rides the subway. Yeah, you know? he no, like he's, he's a very humble, modest. guy. He's a California surfer dude. Yeah, like the the character he plays in Point Break ain't too far <laughs> well, from the truth. That's why that was his character for so long. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, that whoa, like his Bill and Ted, <laughs> right, and his Point Break. Right, right. You know, um, so let's let's talk about the concept of the Matrix real quick here. I know that's kind of a big of the topic. entire Matrix. Well, so in the Matrix, the whole point of the movie, like what Tom was saying earlier, is like. People are stuck in their routine, you know, their day to day, their mundane jobs and all this. That's the matrix, the simulation holding you down. The real world is run by machines and people are just stuck in pods. Generating you, power we are used them. as fodder. Yeah. And yeah. so they think they're living. And so that's a, you know, it's an allegory for just your mundane everyday life. And you could things could be better you could you know you know interpret how you want but you could go for that better job wake up from your reality and go do greater things or whatever so in this movie um the the way that, that you unpack like the video game whole thing they've introduced is uh the okay so here the the matrix that we knew matrix one two and three in this movie in this world were a video game created by thomas anderson yeah and that's but, but, kind of but, where so the, the analyst wanted to once the machines took back over which we learned at the end of the movie but the machines took back over and the analyst wanted to create a new matrix and so that's what you see thomas anderson living in this and the way that he keeps him in his new loop is that thomas anderson's a video game designer right and the events of matrix one two and three are video games he created correct and so it's very meta i, I do mean, so like, i kind of like if meta. you're saying i kind of like that concept no, the concept is that i don't even like the concept uh, i like i like i don't like the idea of like oh this thing that you these movies that you've loved for years were really just video games like that just like oh, see, I, but they're not really, but they're not really. No, no, no they're that's how they explain them. we watched them and we know their movies his memories that he remembers are video games in his world they're not to us so everything so. that he did in one two and three he they're saying that in this in this new matrix he created and it's all fake. They're, they're hiding in plain sight. The, yes. Because in the Matrix, people wake up and then they revolt. So the way they did it in this one is they're like, okay, well, we're not going to have people wake up and be like, what the hell is the, the Matrix? This isn't real. They explain it away by, oh, yeah, like that video game, the, the famous video game. They hid it in plain sight so people wouldn't question it. They'd be like, I'm thinking of that video game. You know, I got to tell you, though, you know who the MVP of this movie is? It's Carrie Ann Moss. I, she, I thought, like, when she came on screen, I was like, dang. Not only does she look amazing, looks yeah. like she's another one 
who, much like Keanu, who we, the joke is like he's a vampire yeah. from the 12th century. Oh, yeah, she looks very similar. She looks almost exactly the but same. God, she must have filmed for a day. Like, if they that, didn't get her very it, long. No. <laughs> I was kind of bummed that it's like Trinity comes in and out for the same coffee shop scenes for this one scene. And <laughs> for the one and action she sequence. She runs around with Keanu outside a building for uh, <laughs> one scene. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right, I'm like, right. they did not have her very long. But I do, I also, I kind of like that idea that he recognizes her and is, he's in like, in the in the new Matrix, Thomas Anderson is infatuated with Tiffany, and it's like so like they're both in this world, and they just can't you know what I mean like they yeah. can't figure it out. They both know they are drawn to each other, but like she's got this family, and I do like the the at the end where um, the Matrix is throwing everything at Trinity to keep her from leaving like mm. with the kids sick or got hit by a car or yeah. something and then she has a you know she turns on you know on the on the thing and had does a whole little force push and but, but so dumb. but to that point i was making earlier <clears throat> that's why that's why they made the events of their lives which we know as matrix one two and three part of a video game because she's questioning well i know that i played the video game and yeah you know we go to the same coffee shop did you make trinity look like she looks like me so she's not questioning do we know each other she's questioning do you come to this coffee shop and you're stalking me and you made your character look like because you're a creepo (laughs) see it keeps them from questioning their memories coming back it's like oh you're this is your video game thing. Right. So I think those concepts are really good, but the script felt rushed and the production felt rushed. Like things just felt too rushed yes. where maybe it could have used a couple drafts to clean it up. But like, and why rush it? That's where I'm confused. Like you've I, got all kinds of time. There's I, no reason to w, get this out. I think WB has been hounding them for a sequel for like, Oh, one part three. Come years. Out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. So I think again, she put in the script. I think she said, we're making it with, with or, or without, without you. Yeah. And they needed to get it out, and they weren't willing to wait around much longer. I mean, you're probably not wrong. Um, but so, I mean, like that I, again. It, it goes back to WB's problem with everything. Well, that's yeah. the. But but also to I mean, not trying to defend the big bad studio, but <laughs> if Lana says I'm not making this, I'm not making this for ten years, and they go, okay, well, you know, we tried to play nice, like we appreciate what you've done, but like we've asked you for ten years, you don't want to make it. We're making this, and they, I mean, like. I think they waited around for a long time, and, and finally they said, "We have we have this IP. IP's hot." That's yeah, we already screwed about. the pooch on our massive IP that could have made us billions yeah, of dollars, uh, but didn't. So, I mean, to appease stockholders, like, what do we got? We got Matrix twenty years ago. That's what all the ninety kids want to see. So, I do think that it was rushed because not by their they wanted one probably in five years. I you think know? They, they wanted one two years. But after but they that. ended it yeah, like right. they gave it a final yeah. ending. They I mean, killed Neo. <laughs> And this one... I've it, seen plenty of slasher movies where it was like, well, they blew up Jason Voorhees. Yeah, Guess but, what? He's back in part four. But look at slasher sequels, you know, <laughs> yeah. and like they don't exactly become... And also <laughs> the slasher movies aren't trying to be like, we're this no, profound, no, definitely super smart right. thing. Yes, you're absolutely right. So they can, they can do that. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you know, t- so that's why I struggle with this, though, because I, I watched it again because I watched it the first time. It, it's, I did struggled. you go to the theater see it? No, I didn't. Okay. I struggled to get through it. It took me a whole day on and off. Golly. I was busy doing stuff and fell asleep at the third act woke up finished it you know and i just hear all these people loving it and how the concept and all this stuff and i'm like it just did not work so for here, me hold on, hold on. oh okay so i watched it again and i watched it yesterday it was nighttime i did fall asleep and finished <laughs> it again this morning but i think it's because i was tired but you know and i'm like i liked it a little more because i picked up things they were trying to do but again it still just doesn't work for like it, overall i don't think they they succeed on like you know those concepts are there but sure. the execution of yes, it's off and it just doesn't make me love the movie so do you think 
man, this is going to be interesting. Obviously, the Wachowskis are transgender, mm-hmm. right? There has been a lot of talk uh, that this entire and this movie doesn't franchise, seem super woke to me. It doesn't I, feel I woke to me. I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't like. I guess I get like the choice of being awake or asleep, mm-hmm. right? Like I could, I could see that as a vague. Like you have when, when they're no giving, more when they're the giving, first movie. That's right? I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, I I think when they're saying Trinity has to choose what she wants, like I was like, okay, that is if that is the the point they're trying to make. That is so vague and so like superfluous. I guess is kind of the only word I could think of. But I don't. I think that the people are rallying behind this because all of a sudden there is this idea that this is a. Uh, like pro trans franchise, and I like as a as a straight cis male, I don't see that, and maybe that's on me, right? Like maybe that's my like I, they, I don't they, I don't come to it. With I feel that. like they tried to retroactively say that the whole Matrix trilogy was a trans allegory. I, I don't know if it is or not, but I, I agree. I. I I feel like it's a reach. I have trouble seeing that. Yeah. Like I even when I like I don't mean like I refuse to see. I mean, but like even when I try to approach it with that in mind, I'm like, I, I don't really I don't get see it. How you get there. And if you but, get there and that speaks to you. Yeah. Do it. Hey, like, whatever. Because I, I don't feel because the whole movie is like, oh, you're willfully asleep. Right. And, and accepting this mundane existence because it's somehow better. Well, that's is that the exact opposite. Yeah. Like like if you're trans, like you're you're conflicted you're not you're trapped, like right yeah like, like i don't feel i mean again i'm straight obviously three straight right. white males like but I, I don't feel like that describes what i hear trans people saying about their experience of sure. like i've like well most, most of them are actively pushing back again but, I don't. okay but one this was over 20 years ago so yeah. 22 23 years ago when they were writing it um both of the directors were brothers at the time when they wrote this movie. Clearly they both came out as trans. They did. And so I, I mean, if they say that's what it was about that's and they both came at, out as right? trans, yeah, I, I just, I can't, I'm not going to argue with them. They, they wrote they that said? as closeted trans people. So, yeah. I mean, they clearly had that in them that, you know, sure. So no, I, I agree with you. I just like, and I was thinking like, okay, sometimes movies don't click with us because they're not, geared for, for us, us you, you know what so i mean speak, and yeah. i was thinking i was like but i just I, but no i don't think that our problems with this movie because again we're obviously we're plenty accepting of i mean we're not we don't have any problem with any we're not saying this movie's heavy-handed we're just saying the writing the special we're almost effects. Saying it's not heavy-handed enough because we <laughs> yeah if that's your message man <laughs> i cannot suss it out yep, i'm like, with you i'm with but, you but i don't like some people because this is the world we live in. Some people are like, yeah, this movie's so woke. Like, there's people actually calling this movie. T- and I'm like, I don't see that at all. Well, I think I the people that are calling it woke are basically they're bitching because it's conservatives who have co-opted Red Pill. Oh. And, oh. and they don't like the fact that the people who invented the term Red Pill... They I like it's like no, that's not what it means at all. Once again, like, a you, political you, now, thing. Yeah. Here, here's an example of you. You have whether it's deliberately or you're just that dumb, completely misunderstood the point of the movie. <laughs> Even the clock said we're not talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> what <laughs> is real? The clock says one second. We've we been only talking for one second. <laughs> but you, you know, like if if you think that that movie is about how conservatives need yeah. to wake up, like. You you're dumb, man. You're taking you're, the blue pill. You're dumb. Like right. you've completely <laughs> bad on your ability to interpret what that movie oh, yeah, was about. I mean, yeah, it, 
again, knowing the history, knowing who wrote it, knowing right. what they said and the reason. I mean, once you create art, it can be interpreted however. Sure. But I just mean if you understand the creator's intentions behind it, though, still like... That's an interesting question. So to that point, if an artist says, this is what this is about, this is what I was trying to say... Can it be interpreted however you want? Yeah, because yeah, okay. the thing is, that's what that's how they interpreted the art. They, but if they, they created it. the art, yeah, but but that's their. Hey man, it's a Wonderful Life wasn't a Christmas movie. Came out in July. Okay, right. Okay, like it's like if you and if you watch it, really, like it's only Christmas for like the last twenty minutes <laughs> right. of that movie. But you know, I, but we now see it as a Christmas movie, and so we'll kind sit of like through, the penultimate Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 sit through. You know, an hour and a half of a non-Christmas movie Just to get to the last you, forty minutes. It's actually Christmas. Did so you I mean, see people do it all the time. The Screen Rant rebuttal by Matt McCarthy. Have you seen no. this? Oh. Go online, look up Matt McCarthy on Twitter or whatever. And I guess Screen Rant gave this like breakdown of why, like, it's a wonderful life. It, like the the negatives of it's a wonderful uh-huh. life. And he breaks like he was like you're all idiots and breaks down like each individual. It's insanely huh. funny. He's a I'll comedian, yeah. Uh, but yeah, look at it on Twitter, Matt McCarthy. He's not yeah. the CEO of Ben and Jerry's, mind you. Okay, there are two. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so I mean, that's the thing though with art is that once you release art into the world, people can interpret how yeah. they want. That's but fair. I do think that it is interesting to look at the. I mean, it can mean what you want it to mean, but. If you understand the history of it, I think that there's some situations where I think you can go, yeah, this is not a conservative movie. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, so it's not Rambo. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a conservative movie. Yeah. So basically the movie starts off. It's it's a commentary slash it's the same reboot. way part one started. Right. It's it's a reboot. Again, going back to this commentary, they've made the same movie essentially, but they're actually using it as it's a simulation that Neo has created as he's trapped in this new Matrix world. And um, he is taking the blue pill, but he also still knows something isn't right. And so he created he's what in they, like a fog. Yeah, he's yeah. just like he's living life. But again, he's like he wants to wake up subconsciously, but he's taking the blue pill literally because his therapist, Neil Patrick Harris, gives him blue pills. So uh, he's created it. What they, Which they say that those pills uh, look very similar to the pills, uh, the hormone pills. that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then she's definitely saying something. I, I mean, I think you could make the argument about this movie. I don't think you can go back and That's say, fair. you know, that in, at least in my opinion. It, well, and I guess I should say for the first movie, because I never saw the other yeah. two. Uh, okay. That's probably for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a really good hi- highway scene in part yeah. two. That's Just go on YouTube and watch that. Yeah. They <laughs> get, You're good to go. They get progressively worse. I saw worse. Tenet. <laughs> But people, pe- people have come around. I mean, now the new thing. And I mean, you like what you like. I've said it all the time on here. If you sure. like movies, I don't care. It doesn't matter. But. Those movies were garbage yeah. when they came out. It was like one was awesome, two had great action special effects but bad writing, three was a mess completely. Like they went down. Wreck. Each one was worse than the last. Now people have taken them on is those movies are awesome. All, <laughs> yeah. You know that's, what I mean? So that's, when I start seeing people like I want Amazing Spider-Man three, I was like, nope, <laughs> no, you don't. So let's not do that. But but again, if you like them, that's fine. But it's interesting how we all thought they were. I'm not you know all. I'm generalizing, but. Pretty much sure, they sure, were accepted sure. as being not good. Yes. Um, anyway, so uh, they... My brain hurt in that part in the second one. Where they, yeah, the guy... Oh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> so he, uh, Neo has, or Thomas Anderson has created what they call a modal, which is a mini 
simulation. It's a matrix he's created inside of this matrix world. He doesn't know is a matrix, and he's done it to basically recreate Morpheus. He he left right. the door open. There's this morph. There's this character that's like an agent, but he's really Morpheus. And so running through the simulation over and over again, he's picking things up and he's finding out there's something weird going on. He ends up going into this room where our new characters and the new team. That's and that's the gal that was Colleen Wing. In Iron Fist, right? Yes, I believe so. She's she's really good. She plays uh, a character yeah. called Bugs, mm-hmm. as in Bunny, which she mentions another WB right. property. Uh, but she, I really like her in this movie, and she she you know is watching this simulation. They're like, "What is going on here? This has all happened before, but it looks different." And she ends up escaping, running away from these agents, and that's where um, the who will become Morpheus uh, finds her, um, played by Yaya, who's, yeah. who's from Candyman. He's great. Also, Watchmen. If you haven't seen that, oh, I mean, he's in tons so, of stuff. So yes, he's fantastic um so he he's like i followed you here i've always noticed that the key shop doesn't have anyone in it so there's something weird with that so he finds her in there and she realizes she's in thomas anderson's apartment from the first movie right. it's basically what he's created this um and so she wakes him up which is she, interesting yeah, she gives morpheus the red pill, the red pill and he takes it now he now he's back to sort of the Morpheus we knew. Yeah, from he's not, but he's not Lawrence Fishburne. He again, this is he's a, like a combo of like AI. A, he's an agent mixed with Morpheus. Yeah, he's agent. He has some Agent Smith. Yeah, that he, you know, and and he has some Morpheus. So Thomas Anderson has created an AI learning, you know, sentient Morpheus. Uh, but it's not just an impression. So it's kind of cool that he doesn't have to. Again, I don't think it always works, but I do like that he's not just doing it. Oh, yeah, I'm really Lawrence Fishburne. I'm <laughs> right. talking like Lawrence Fishburne. I'm an AI, but like I am him, so I'm going to impersonate him. Right. Like, he's his own construct. He's his own thing. So he uh, now he's awake, and his goal now is to, like the first movie Correct. again, because we're doing this whole reboot thing, to wake up Thomas Anderson. Right. And, and in, in, in Thomas Anderson's world, which was Keanu Reeves, uh, we do. We're introduced to a character that is. I I jokingly call him Kristoff because yeah. that's who he is. He's the voice of Kristoff. Yeah. Uh, who was like King the, George? Oh yeah, right. Mindhunter. Was, he was in Mindhunter, right? Yeah. yeah, he was the other guy in Mindhunter, which is a fantastic series. Yeah. I think it's coming back. Yeah. I really hope it does. They're really on the fence about if it's coming Man, back. Yeah. I want it to come back so bad. It, it was, was so yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Jonathan uh, Groff is the actor. Thank you. Yes. yes. Um. So he he is the the owner and the he's who's a running. co-founder of the video game studio. But in reality, he's agent he's agent Smith Smith. Yeah, right. And so well, agent Smith is dead. And throughout this third, I guess in the third Matrix, we find out that agent Smith is Neo. They're like split something something something. You just stop talking. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's the right reaction. Right. Yeah. So right, like that's the problem. Right, so, is so, you try to complicate the whole damn thing and right, just make muddled. yeah. But but again, I I think this is also to Lana's credit. This is the, this is her bringing back all the characters that were dead from her final ending of a trilogy. So it's like, but shouldn't he be dead? Whatever. It's like, yeah, but the studios want them all back, right? So I do think there is a commentary in here. She's doing it purposefully. Yeah. And we think it's stupid on purpose. And she's trying to tell you this is stupid, but they want these characters. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess. Here's the thing. But that's, I think that's I, what she's telling herself. I hear your point, and I, and I hear what you're saying. But you... I'm not saying it works. This no, no, is no, my no. problem but with the I, movie, I, I but I like, think when, the concept is... Like, when this movie is finished and the WB execs see this and they're I, I just cannot imagine sitting in a screening room <laughs> and them being like thumbs up 
I don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't get it. And I, I, obviously, <laughs> if you're if you're dumping two hundred million dollars into a movie like this, you can't just let it sit. Yeah, you have to do something. I don't get why they let her make this That's movie like point. this. You get I don't... this script where they are just where she is <laughs> openly She's... making fun of you and naming your studio in the yeah. movie. First of all. Don't ever do that again, anyone. I cannot stand. I, even if you're making a commentary, I hate it when they name drop a studio in a movie because you're watching a because movie. Space Jam's already done it so well. Yeah, we don't need to see it again. <laughs> Two times in one year. Yeah, has a movie for the same studio. For the same for studio. WB. Like, if you yes. have two major film properties trashing you in their film, yeah. maybe you're not doing business right. Well, it's. I mean, we obviously we we've said it before. When you have a cash cow that is Harry Potter, that is DC Comics, that is Game of Thrones, you have all of these properties, and you cannot figure this out. There's no reason that Marvel should be putting out, I don't know what, nine properties this year? Nine. With four feature films, and DC has done nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's stupid. That is ridiculous. And it's like they just cannot... Get out of their way. They they have you know. I think next year what you've got three movies. I think maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's my point though. Is Marvel's already just we 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 said the I Marvel. see the Batman. I mean March. Oh yeah, right. But, I mean the Batman the the Shazam. Yeah, I like Shazam, so I'm excited. But Batman's coming. I really want to see. Do they pull it off? It's Matt Reeves. It's Robert Pattinson. The trailer looked good. Trailer looked yeah, good. Yeah, I think the tone looks awesome. I let's hope they get that back on track, and it's and really if and if they're gonna if they're gonna say we're not gonna do a a, a central universe and just let these yeah supposedly people this do is like just the, the Flash his, is gonna do yeah. its own weird thing yeah. that's sort of tied in. So yeah, tie it in in let's say four or five years <laughs> yeah. when all the movies are good. Does that sound like a plan, right? That yeah. That we can work with? I mean, even, I, you know... If I, they jump the gun again, I don't know what to tell them. Like, if they yeah. if they do this again, if they come out with Batman <laughs> and Batman's awesome, and they're like, but we need Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash. We gotta put them all in the movie. And next year is, like... <laughs> We're getting Justice League 2.0. Yeah. No! No, so. just do a movie. So, But, like, that's the thing, is, like, they just cannot get out of their own way. And I and I get the, the commentary that she's trying to make, but... We all know just it. Just say the studio, though. My point is just stop saying Warner Brothers. I hate it. It's so <laughs> gross. That is disgusting for a Warner Brothers movie yeah. to say Warner Brothers in their movie. It's, it's so gross. And the fact that they have to mention an, uh, Bugs Bunny. I'm Bugs like the bunny in a Warner Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah. Stop yeah. referencing. Well, I mean, it wasn't, reference other IP. Doesn't Neo kind of look like Superman at the end of... I mean, they look like Superman and Supergirl well, yeah, at the true. end of this. The cape like, and flying. Yeah, and yeah, right. But, so this movie... The reason why it's very meta again is they're basically saying we made those, you made these three great Matrix oh, games. Ma- yeah, and let's let's be honest. I think two and the games two and three aren't that great. Yeah, but but Warner Brothers, the studio that owns these games, wants a sequel, and they're gonna make it with or without you. So my hands are tied. We got to make the fourth Matrix game, which is exactly what Lana's doing with the fourth Matrix movie. So mm-hmm. again, I like the concept, but uh, it is messy, and there's a lot to it's it. It's also a shame that Nice Guy did this better. Oh my gosh! Yes, you know what when, I mean? if you're talking like about video game, free guy, yeah, yeah. free guy. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about video games and living in a world because it was the meta this. aspect it, of it. it like, is, the, the Matrix is a, free, in free this, city or whatever. Yeah, it's called. they yeah. made it a video game. Yeah, um, I agree. So the you know they're except devel- that movie didn't have its head up its own ass. Correct. Yeah. That movie Correct. was just pure fun, which is why it was. So, you know, and if was, this was just a straight up slam bang action movie. 
I got no problems here. But and it wasn't because I feel like there wasn't that much action. There the action, wasn't, and the action we got. So much of the action is so is bad. Keanu Reeves standing there while the action happens around well, him. Well, did you know he doesn't hold a gun in this whole movie? Oh, he doesn't. Does Keanu no, he picks, Reeves he picks does up a not? Gun, doesn't he? Well, if he does, he doesn't use it. He does not use Remember it. That's when true. Keanu Reeves nor Carrie Ann Moss fire a gun once in this Matrix. Why? Movie. I don't know what they're trying to say there, but, but here's the, I mean, interpret I can, how you want. But I'm just saying, you go to a bad, you go to a badass Matrix movie. They, fire, I need guns, lots of guns. Yeah, they put that in this movie. The line, right? He gets no guns. Yeah. So but like, I, is it a pacifist thing? I don't know. But what it's the, not though, because we he's gonna come out with John Wick next year. No, no, not Keanu. I mean, is Lana oh, writing? I see what you're she saying. She made her two characters not fire guns. She now, did kick a guy's face off. Well, from she the, tried. She kicked half his face that's off. That's true. But that guy represents face. Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> See? Anyway, so I just think that's interesting that she had them not even. That's a good call. I didn't. Yeah. I, I was thinking Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves said we're not going to, but it would make more sense if Lana said I'm yeah. not. And so is it to subvert expectations? I don't really understand the whole goal there, so you'd have to think about that, read into it. But it is interesting. Uh, I think Brad Hyen pointed that out to me. Interesting. And so yeah, I think I, he... You're right. So he I watched not. it. I watched it again, and I'm like, they sure don't fire one gun. I mean, they fight. You know, I still know kung fu, which I think is a very stupid line. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of stupid. There's lines. a lot of stupid lines that don't work. The line delivery, especially with Yaya, who I think he's a great actor, but his line delivery of these things, which makes me think this movie was so rushed. Like, okay, we got it. Move on. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I just the way they deliver some of these lines. How long do you Keanu think Keanu included? I'm like, God, that is not a good line. Here's delivery. the thing: is like if you go back and watch one, he's doing the surfer thing mm-hmm. right like it's he's still in yeah. that mode yeah so there's a certain degree of like aw shucks to it i don't really know yeah. how else, you know like he like an innocence to him when yeah. when that's I mean, a little toned down he's not point break but I mean, he does it's say keanu whoa, whoa. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, like that's, stuff like that it's keanu that's it him is, right totally but he's not like in point break surfer <laughs> no. mode but he but he's himself yes yeah, yeah. yeah it is interesting i would i i've always wondered what that movie is with will smith yeah. Like how different of a movie Will that is Smith with Will says Smith. probably pretty crappy, so you're welcome for turning <laughs> yeah, it down. Yeah, right, right. Did Wild Wild West. Giant Spider. Giant Spider in the third act. God, have <laughs> you... Th- you saw Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, John Peters. Yeah. Is he in it? <laughs> Bradley Cooper as John Peters. Yeah. Oh. It is... Just one of the best things I've seen all year. It is so Licorice funny. Licorice Pizza is great. Licorice Pizza that, is one of my favorite movies. It's my favorite movie of the year. It's my favorite movie of the year. It, okay. It, it okay. seriously is one of my. I is that love PTA. It. Yeah, I yeah. don't think I had as much fun. Like I enjoyed it so much. But Bradley Cooper as John Peters is hilarious. Like that is an amazing. Yeah. What he did there. Just what did they wait say? T- oh, he just failed upwards. Yeah. That just was, wait that till was you see line. it. He is, is so funny. Is John Peters was like, wasn't he? Bet Mid- no. He was Barbara Streisand's Streisand. hairdresser. Yeah. And then he just... Streisand. <laughs> yeah. Streisand. <laughs> and then he failed upwards. No, Streisand. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So no, funny. It's, it's a if you saw movie, Licorice but, Pizza, oh. you <laughs> get that. Yeah, I don't even want to ruin some of the lines. Yeah. That says, they're so That's good. in the trailer, so I don't... Okay, okay. See that movie. That is a good I'm one. I'm going to. Um, so where are we at with so, this? Like, so he... He is. He takes the red pill, or he stops taking the blue pills. Yeah. Uh, and now we've you know white horses plays, and it's just this weird white rabbit. White rabbit. Sorry, like this weird. You know, it's the same thing over mm. and over again. He has these moments where he's looking kind of crazy. We find out. Christina Ricci's in this is like an ad exec, like for a couple game company. And I, was, well, I, sh- so I did see her. And I was Wachowski like, oh, movie. So is she a, is she a Wachowski person? She's in a lot of their movies. Oh really? I mean, she was Trixie, in Speed Racer. Well, I know that. 
But she's in other. She in other, other other movies. I thought okay. she was. Oh. But I could see even if you're in one, she's bringing in people from. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. So we find out that the reason he's seeing Neil Patrick Harris, who is his therapist, is because he tried to walk off a roof, thinking he could fly, much like Neo could fly. And Bugs says that she was trapped in her reality. You know, and saw uh, her, saw him walk saw off him the do roof. This. But, tried to eat a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was a window washer, which is another callback. There's window the, washers in the first the, one. Window washer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I come to wash the windows. <laughs> so they, this is, again, another kind of callback to the other movies. And she was woken up. She said he stepped off, but he did not fall. So right. she saw him, and she saw the real Neo for who he was, and that woke her up to go look for what was going on. Correct. Like, the real people. So now they realize they wait. Neo wakes up, and it's the whole same shit as the last one where they pull the thing out of the back of his yeah. head, get him out of the goop. They got a they, crew. They got a new crypt. They've got, they've got a handler. They've got a... I got to tell you. You know, it's... When when they revealed Jada Pickett Smith, I forgot she was in those movies. Well, like lucky, for real, lucky you for <laughs> a decade. Yeah, when they when they show her, I was like, man, this gal sounds so familiar. Yeah. And then they do the flashback scene, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, her. she was in that movie. She's not good. No, she's and, terrible. And I, I the the makeup's not good, and the CG is not good. I th- this movie uses a lot of CG <laughs> to. Like like deep fakes. These are basically deep fakes. That's exactly so what it is. Mike, she had such a good old lady. Oh voice. my gosh! <laughs> I think I she mean, watched some Bugs Bunny cartoons. Normally, normally you got to go to community theaters <laughs> yeah. to see a performance. I of just that I just recorded an episode. Uh, the Scream Two episode has been recorded. Okay, and she's in that. She's in the. Oh. Vi- she, they do the old bait and switch with her and okay. Omar Epps in the very beginning of that movie. Okay, and I was and I, so I watched these like back to back. I was like, man. Just two ends of Jada Pickett Smith's career, like yeah. right in the beginning and right at the end. Yeah, it didn't work, but I, yeah, her old lady voice, like, oh, oh, Sonny, oh, but uh, this movie basically uses deep fakes for her. I mean, there could have been some practical, but it's very uncanny valley. Her face, you it can tell move it's digital. Right. It doesn't look. The eyes aren't right at certain That's times. I, I, I and, swear, Disney and has Keanu like, isn't going to cut his long hair and shave his beard. He's mm-hmm. got to do John Wick four, right? So they have him and. To their credit, it's really that good. That one's not as bad. It's really good, but there are times where he just looks like a video game character. His face does not look right. right. So I'm guessing they just deep faked him to look like young I did, Neo. I did think that when they when he came out of that pod with no hair and no beard, I was like, there's no he's way. Not, yeah. There's no way. No. Like he's he has reinvented his career with the long hair and yeah. the beard. There's no way he shaved. Yeah, he that did off. for Bill and Ted, but I don't. But no, he, he didn't, didn't cut his hair. You shaved his beard well, off. Yeah, he shaved his hair. Yeah, his but he wasn't face. shaving that hair. But uh, I think that uh, yeah. Anyway, so there was some really weird cg stuff going yeah. on that was so they realized that the only way so there was like a time of peace like mm-hmm. the there's a little bit of uh cooperation between the people and the machines yeah. uh but they realized they have to get trinity the only way that they can fight off the this machine revolution that's going to happen yeah again. there was a machine civil war basically right, right. and uh we see this showdown it looks like something at terminator you know there's the machines are shooting lasers like at a, each a really other really bad Zack snyder movie yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so they they ends up that the machines won some of them defected now they're actually working with them they're called like sentience or something they don't like to be called machines but uh they're the machines are actually working with them which is kind of interesting because we only saw them fight them right before so right. it's interesting to see ones that are you know there's like a cute one that makes cat noises that <laughs> oh my them, god you know? it was so this is what i'm talking about like this is cloud this is <laughs> it's weird right no this is what was the 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 Channing Tatum, no, the Channing Tatum oh, dog Jupiter movie. Ascending. This yeah. is Jupiter Ascending. Right. Like this whole bull rigmarole yeah. of the the machine that meows like a cat. 
It's like, God, we've got to get the evacuator to the Visodrome <laughs> or the Cinnabons. There wasn't. I will never embiggen. So Leanne, to her, like, my, my wife, what? it was just chipper. <laughs> I know. She's she. I said like, I had they, to watch this movie, and she was like, "Somebody oh. have a stroke? What are you trying?" But to that's say world right building. Like, if you if the movie was good, we. Lo- I mean, there's lots of weird gibberish in movies. <laughs> she goes. You know? I remember. I was like, she's like, "What do you have to watch for this week?" And I was like, "Oh, I have to watch the Matrix." And she was like, "Oh." I'll watch that with you. And I was like, I've seen that one I go, from 99. I go, this is, this is the one, like, this is the one you're going to put. Okay. She's like, I love Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> yeah, what? Right. And I, there's is she a, an old lady in this one. I love there was at one point when they started speaking that gibberish, I looked at her and she was like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I fell asleep. Neither do they. I fell asleep for 20 minutes. And but I, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give you a positive or negative commentary on this i'm just gonna say that's what these movies do yeah. if you like it you like it if you don't you don't but there are what like i don't thir- there are 30 <laughs> minute long scenes where a guy goes on and on and on God. with a bunch of tvs and is like dibbity dibbity bobbity boo ba doo ba reality ba doo ba breakdown i did you ever see the will ferrell version of that yeah oh that's the best you should find that tom will ferrell does and it does a parody of that from of the, the architect of, of the architect from part two from at the MTV Movie Awards and it is gold. Yeah. So <laughs> so, so if you like that stuff and again more power to you. I'm just saying that like that's what these movies do and so that's kind of their jam and they're gonna go on and on about their stuff yeah. and yeah. yeah. It is so basically they they are they go back to the coffee shop. Trinity knows that like something is up. the 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 system is trying to stop her from touching Neo or from awake waking up meanwhile they keep bringing back people from these other movies that i don't remember so they like hold on these people and you're like that's that? someone yeah. but well, the guy like, with my, white hair my grandma is... was tank and i was like i mean i remember that character <laughs> but well and like there's the guy with white hair and this is more toward the end but like they hold on him like he's a badass we brought back up and it's this guy with white hair and you're like well clearly that's someone yeah doesn't say anything so Who you're like you? oh he's back <laughs> and then when there's that scene inside the building with the um you know the crazy ninja people that they're fighting yeah and there's this french guy yelling gibberish yeah like he was in the second movie he had his hair oh. slicked back he was this very refined guy but and now, now for 20 like- years he's or 60 years he's been this like outcast whatever so he looks like robin williams from jumanji in the beginning <laughs> where he's like been in the jungle and so but but he's just yelling things about books and movies and original and blah. blah, blah. like yeah. i couldn't tell like it seemed like that's the person that they're siding with because this guy is like the books are better in this art, no remakes, mm. no reboots. But then it also looks like they're making fun of that person. Who, they're to absolutely me, making but, fun but of that person. But to me, who is like an online elitist troll guy, saying, "Oh, we can't have action movies. We need fine art." So it's like, what are they yeah, saying? I, because are, they don't know. Is that guy good? But or are they giving you something to interpret? And the one people take it one way, and the I other. Yes, maybe. I, I just thought it was odd that it's like. That guy seems like you're making fun of him, but he's saying the things that you're trying to say are good and WB is bad. So they're making you do reboots. <laughs> he's saying reboots are bad, but he looks crazy. So make so, up your mind. Uh, yeah. To yeah. Choose. Uh, so they, she wakes up. Trinity wakes yeah. up. She has a, you know, they, they join hands and they do the, the force. Uh, they force push everything in this goddamn well, movie. Well, that's the thing. So no guns. Every single thing they do. Neo stops bullets by putting his little shield up, his force shield. He pushes people with force pushes. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no guns. Everything that those two do is just like pushing things with the force. Right. That's it. 
which doesn't make for very cool action because no. in the first movie we had Neo up on walls with Uzis doing flips and like <laughs> yeah, right. they try to recreate that Bugs and Morpheus do some of that stuff and there's a couple things that do look cool but overall the fights I just felt Terrible. were very boring and, yeah. and remember the Matrix gave us the John Wick and Deadpool guys oh yeah right yeah, right right they were yes. the fight choreo yeah. Chad, yeah. Chad Stileski's in this movie as Chad Trid trinity whatever they call her trinifer whatever oh tiffany tiffany tiffany's husband chad is chad stileski who is keanu reeves stunt double on the matrix yes that's right so the matrix gave us the two guys that directed deadpool and would go on to do john wick and so those movies were revolutionary for fight choreography and stunts And and this movie just doesn't have anything there's one scene where they push uh, Neo through a doorway, or no? I think they Bugs pushes Morpheus through a doorway, and it's like going the other direction. And then she goes up on a wall and does some shooting. And I'm like, that looked kind of cool. But you get so few of those little well, tastes. That's, of that. that's the thing is like you can it, kind of like No Way Home when Strange enters the mirror dimension. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. Like there's no limit to what you can do. And the Matrix. So in the yeah. Matrix, it's the same thing. You can if you pass through a mirror. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, and there's none. There's but most no, of the fights they give us in this movie on are a street just like, or on a on a planted on a floor, too like normal. It's, and yeah. and uh, they're quick cuts. Most all the fighting is quick cuts. I wonder yeah. if the other Wachowski sister maybe had a better eye for the action part. Does that make sense? Possibly, but I just still think like because they don't work together. They're done. They, they no, I I don't no, know. I, just I think, think that the other one didn't, didn't want to do, do this. this. Oh. Yeah. I, don't, I was, was the impression that they've done everything until this, and then it was just I'm like, oh, you. wow, this is just Lana. But yeah, I think the other is like sticking to their guns. Like, I'm not doing another Matrix movie. And probably I, we'd have to look it up, but I'm probably Lana's like, well, they're going to do it without us. So, like, let's get one in. And, and she's and, the other sister's an executive producer on this anyway. So it's like, well, well if they have no, to. no, I'm I think saying, that like, because she's, she's done she so much to. on the other <laughs> three. It's, it's not, yeah. she's getting paid. Right. I think you Lana's know. like, let's make some money for our other, for Jupiter sending too. Oh, Christ. <laughs> but I think you make a good point. Is it that maybe the one, maybe, the yeah. one is more interested in all the, the philosophical mm. angle and the other's like, well, let's just make it look cool. Right. Not that there's and no And the two crossover, of them together is but, like, But yeah. when you combine the two, you got you know, something. Yeah. yeah. And very, then you take possible. one out of the equation, you got nothing. Right. So I think the, if you get a Matrix movie and you're expecting a lot of badass stuff, I would say the action Go is... Go watch part one. Yeah. But the action is one of the least interesting parts in this. So you don't really get much. There, again, there's a few scenes that we've glossed over, but... Yeah, so they they wake her up, but there's a problem. Like, they have to, like, download uh, her memories into bug into bugs. So, like, the either way... There's like this whole right. Tom, can you explain? can you can you explain Tom what we're dealing with here? Uh, they download <laughs> the mine code into the viscid Tron crap. Oh, okay. And then there it is. They have to reparticleize it. Perfect. So basically, they busted. Thank ne- you. They busted Neo out of, here. of the the tower, and he when they did that, the the cat robot got locked out because they were like they had access but they locked that cat robot out that saved him and so no one had access and now they've beefed up security they showed like thousands of those robots circling where Sen- trinity Sentinels, is kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah so so they can't get in there and neo's basically like yeah but that's what we're gonna do so, so they, <laughs> they throw in like beaded morpheus into the into the thing and basically they get trinity out yeah but like that's that's the bottom line but they have to do this like okay so the architect's daughter's in this 
she's a little kid in the second one and like he sees her huh. she's also oh, is that who that was yeah so she's also oh, okay. been in the coffee shop so there's two coffee shops there's a fancy coffee shop and then like your little ma and pa coffee shop and she's the one that like gives them the like you know she has glasses she, on oh i thought she was wor- it doesn't matter she but she's at the coffee shop with the other one not the fancy one and so we've seen her throughout she's been kind of watching neo and looking over him and she is kind of following in her father's footsteps doing some architecty stuff trying to because niobe talks to her and is like you knew that neo was around the whole time and she's basically like yeah but i couldn't tell you because then you'd do all this stuff because then would fill a plot hole (laughs) (laughs) right and so she's like been trying to do all this she's like i'm sorry if i was wrong but this is how it needed to go down so we've been watching him until the time was right blah 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 so she's there kind of orchestrating things and she's like we need to we can't get trinity out but we're gonna like switch because it would kill her. So instead of unplugging her, we're hacking the thing that go the jack in the back of her mind. We're gonna mind, put it into bugs, and we're gonna like hey, hack her out of there. Yeah, yeah. which I know you love hacking. Hack the planet, big fam, hack big the fam. planet. Yeah. Uh, look, give me that sequel. 20, <laughs> please give me hackers too. I would now you'd see me. I'd be like, Woo, best movie ever. <laughs> right, right. Here's the deal. Uh, if I'm if I'm wrong, I don't think that I am. Did they hint that Trinity was actually the one? No, they never did that in the in the first three movies. I don't think so. Okay, I don't think I they did. I thought that one there was those. a point where they thought that Trinity was the one. So essentially, they're kind of rewriting that the reason that Neo was able to do all that stuff was, was because kind of her of, was kind of powered on both of them. I did like and she's a love man. That's yeah. kind it's of you're of not love. wrong. But I she did never like the, the scene where he tries to fly. He's like, nope, can't yeah. do that. But she never really. Now I don't know. They're kind of retroactively saying that. I don't know if it was the way in the first one, but they're saying that the two of them together were powering this new matrix. And so because they're in this new matrix that's powered off both of them, one of them by themselves is not that powerful. Right. So they need each other to in order to do these things. So like Keanu Neo couldn't fly in this world, but he and Trinity together can fly. Right. So they're two halves. They're one, you know, whatever. Whatever. Uh, they get her out. <laughs> Basically, yes. they they go to this top of the roof to recreate the same scene. Uh, and, you know, they both go to step off the to roof. To their credit, apparently they really jumped off a building like 25 times to film this. Are you serious? Obviously with some kind of wires or whatever. But, yeah, apparently... This is an actual there practical is a, thing. There's, there's one scene where there, where she's holding his hand like Superman, like holding a yeah. somebody. And I was like, that's actually not a bad looking Yeah, scene. I mean. Like, that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, that, to their credit, that's pretty cool. Keanu Reeves like, it was pretty scary. Keanu Reeves, like, I feel like that dude has <laughs> just like, yeah, man, let's, I'll get thrown yeah, off he that He does thing. a lot of his own stunts. I love, I was saying this online, I love the behind the scenes video for John Wick 3 when he's riding a horse down yeah. New York City streets. And if you see the behind the scenes, he's on a horse. They have just a cable thing to like support him, but he's riding a horse. That's cool. Doing stunts, fighting people down. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, you could, you can go online and find his, his weapon training. Yeah. Like that's all legit. But that's the other thing too, is it's like Matrix 1, they probably trained for a year to do these fights and training and stuff. And then I feel like this movie they trained Did for a not, week. Yeah. It just doesn't show that they're, you know what I no, mean? There's I agree. a difference in the end result. And the other thing I found, which especially the first time I watched it, and I think the second I was a little more used to it, but this movie lacked a weight to it. The first movie, because it was a lot of practical and there was something about it where just the production seemed grander. And of course, during the time, I'm sure it had a way less budget, but sure. it felt bigger and more cinematic. I would agree with that. And for some reason, this movie to me just carried this weightlessness throughout it to where everything they said and did felt like it had very little impact and moments they tried to punch up didn't 
affect me the way that the first one no. did. No, right. There's Morpheus like, would I, say things, and Neil would do things, and this love story, and I was just like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not, I'm not with it. It didn't feel real. Yeah. So, uh, so what ha- basically what happens is that everybody wakes up. They wake up Morpheus, uh, not Morpheus, but they wake up Trinity and Neo, and they realize that they can do whatever they like. They are the most powerful beings in the new Matrix, and they can do whatever they want. So they go and smash open Neil Patrick Harris's condo and basically <laughs> tell him we're going to do whatever we want. And yeah. I do like that she, you know, <laughs> he she beats him up, but then keeps bringing him back. I, the scene I like the most is when she kicks his jaw off. Yeah. And it was just like here and then puts it back on his face. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, so, I mean, that character, they tried to make him so smarmy and so. And I think Neil Patrick Harris can be that guy. I think he I does. love Neil Patrick Harris. But this is yeah. not the movie for me. I agree. But he can be smarmy. Absolutely. He can. No, he can. Yeah. It's just but this, I did not it. like him in that, this movie. That kind of smarmy doesn't fit this movie. I agree. Like and and again, I love Neil Patrick Harris, but he was miscast. It, yeah, it just didn't work in this, which is unfortunate because he can be very funny. He can be. But, and uh, basically he says, You guys know that you can do whatever you want in here, and they're like, Yeah, and we're going to. And that's how it ends. And they fly. And they off. fly off it's into the into just like the city. first one when Neo flies off. Does he fly in the first one? Yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the first one, I I he flies. Down, he leaves the phone booth and flies off. That was the. Oh, man. End I guess of the I always one. think that's the second one, which caught you like, oh my god, he could fly. And then they almost had Superman. <laughs> they did like that. Would be given like that. WB was just like, hey, you want Superman? Yeah. So there's a version out there of a Wachowski Superman movie. Interesting. But the but the first one ends with a Rage Against the Machine song, I think. And then is this a cover? Is it Cashmere? There's a cover of it. And this is a cover. Oh, no, oh. with Wake, wake Up. Yeah. And so this oh. is a yeah. cover yeah. of that. It's very deep. Sure. Yeah. So they did, see, a, I don't know if you get this, but like they're, what they're saying <laughs> is that like we're not awake to understand oh. that the, they're keeping us down and that we all should wake up. Mm. And so they use this song called Wake Up. I, I see. It oh. was pretty deep. I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it's pretty deep. Maybe pretty it's deep. a little. And now <laughs> they use a cover of Wake Up, but it's a girl singing. <laughs> yep. It's I mean, pretty deep. Yep. I mean, maybe it's a little on the nose, but I think it is kind of cool that now it's a girl singing it, like, given the transition. I'm with it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fine. Remember that band that uh, had the a bit of controversy? Long, not too long ago, because the lead singer peed on an audience member. I do, yeah. It's the band. Oh, is it really? It's the band. Yeah. Oh, That's really? Funny. Yeah, because oh. she. I and so I'm very familiar with the story. Yeah. The lead <laughs> singer. Of, the lead singer of the band is engaged to uh, Peloton. A Peloton instructor. Yeah. So man, she had to pee a lot. Took a big old. She peed a lot. Took a big old wee on that. If that, you watch that, I video, would say poor guy, but that guy was into it. He was into it. Yeah, and she peed a lot, a lot, a lot on him. Yeah, yeah. So. What a bizarre story to walk, rock the Peloton <laughs> world. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the Chris Noth thing. Well, but <laughs> that's a Sex in the City story. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, like that's. <laughs> that, I mean, this. Uh, if you follow the happenings of the Peloton world, and I do, just because of my small connection to this universe <laughs> i saw it it was everywhere it was wild how it was that rocked everywhere. the world yeah was, hey we was, got dan savage on the other podcast because i mean that. that's pretty great yeah. yeah that's pretty awesome he's a he's a good he's a good get he was super nice yeah. too. but yeah we talked to him for about 15 minutes about p-sex i mean man <laughs> whatever as long as you're all right yeah you know you do you uh <laughs> this movie sucked it was awful it was terrible like uh like uh, like the, you have it like this like legit might be the worst movie of the year. Uh, oh, really? I mean, it might be one of the worst ones I've seen this year. 
Easily. It was just gibberish. Yeah, I was not None a fan of it at all. Made sense. It was I, I, just. I wanted to like it. And again, I watched I it. Too. Tw- I watched it twice just to see if there was something there, and I recognized a lot of the same creative concepts. Where I'm like, that it, that could be really interesting. But at the end, you know, it ended, and I'm just like, I still don't. It just doesn't work. It's yeah. a shame because it didn't work. there's a lot of people involved with it. There's a lot, you know, the old cast who's good. You know, old creatives that are good. New cast, I thought was really good. It's not the people involved; it's just what they're doing and saying. I think it's the creative process, you know? and just the, and whether it was rushed or or the idea was there and they just rolled with it instead of fine tuning it again. You know, taking those concepts and making it a little better. I don't know. It, Swing and a miss. It's unfortunate. Big old miss. Yeah, this thing was a turd burger. Turd burger. <laughs> like I, yeah. Yep. The way to end the year. WB. Thanks a lot. Now I well, uh, had, did they put out any good movies this year? I, I think guess they have. Kong In the Heights, Godzilla wasn't awful. In nope. the Heights is really good. Did you see that? Yeah, it was okay. Uh, Man, I got now you're talking about that. They may have had a garbage I mean, year. Think about it this way: in a in when a, was Justice in a, League in a world where we don't make musicals. They had the In the Heights was the third best musical of the year. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> I liked In the Heights a lot. Did you I, like it more than did the you other like? Two? Did you like it better than West Side? I think I did. Oh, that's Ooh. crazy. I, 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 Do you like it better than Tick, Tick, Boom? Mm, I didn't like it better than Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> so it's the I watched Tick, two. Tick, Boom the other day again, and I'm like, that movie rocks. That yeah. is so freaking good. Those songs are so catchy. Like, when I first heard them, I had never heard or any of the songs that Jonathan Larson did for his Tick, Tick, Boom show, so right. like, I wasn't familiar. And when I was first hearing I'm like, okay, some of these are pretty catchy. And I watched it again. I'm like, I know all these songs. Yeah. You know, like, it, they're good songs. I didn't know you were so into saliva. Oh, no. That's <laughs> click, click, boom. Oh, right? is it really? Yeah. Damn this is it. Tick, tick, boom. Well, you thought it was a reboot. Yeah, right, it was, yeah, 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 right. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, they're going to re- see what yeah. they did. <laughs> I see what they did Instead there. of clicking, <laughs> yeah, instead of being gun triggers, <laughs> they're ticks of a clock yes. because the clock is racing against time because we're all under. And then they had a girl sing it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So, uh, anyway, that's it for this one, thankfully. So I guess let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. I would also like to point out that our clock didn't work. I hit the button so we didn't couldn't keep track of the time. And we didn't call it, but it happened organically and fittingly so. 60 minutes a suck, am I right? It's oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Easily, yeah. 60 minutes a suck. Well, so. I will have to take this a little longer and say that WB put out Dune, which was excellent. Okay. Okay. WB put out The Suicide Squad, which was, was excellent. That was good. Yeah. And uh, they put out, uh, in the Heights we mentioned, I, Mortal Kombat I liked, but yeah. I, I realize that's not like an amazing film. But yeah. Anyway, so they put out some. Couple. Couple. Put out yeah. a lot of movies. They put out Cry Macho, which I think Tom's favorite of the <laughs> decade, did he say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe The Matrix wasn't the worst movie. See? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I was looking at this list and I'm like, the worst of the year, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And by WB, hmm. Reminiscence. Did you like Reminiscence? Oh, more? man, that was bad. That was, I, you know what? I like that better than this. Really? I would yeah. watch that over this. Because Rebecca Ferguson was in it. Nah, yeah. it, just, it at least it made it sense. Oh, they put out Malignant? Hello. <laughs> yeah, I still... I would watch Malignant <laughs> over this. I would watch Malignant any over day this. of the week. Well, yeah, because Malignant's amazing. No. Oh, right. No, it is not. Did you like King Richard? King... What was oh, that? Oh, it was... Oh, Smith. that was a Will that Smith was one. Okay. Yeah. It was a little... It's like a little kind of transparently biopic. Mm. I like the biopics now where they focus on a 
specific point in time and not try to tell a whole yeah. story. Oh, sure. A whole sure. I do think that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, Tom and Jerry came out at the beginning of the year. I would like you to not. You I know. did watch that, uh, and we got Zack Snyder's Justice League. I thought, kind of I, a, you know, I thought that was this a, year. Yeah, but yeah. that's a that's, that's a, a weird. It's, 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 it's a different movie, a, right? Yeah. yeah. So they had it, a rough year. They did. They did have a rough year. That's a that's a lot of substandard films. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it for this one. No idea what we're doing next week, but uh, it'll be something. Maybe. Tick, tick, boom. It would almost have to be better than this. So. <laughs> Not a problem. Yes. So. Challenge accepted, as Neil Patrick Harris would say. <laughs> yeah. Let's find the movie yeah. <laughs> to review. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, the government raids Gordon's home. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.